Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Courtney Badger of The Wandering Manifesto, where she helps female online coaches to grow their business, make more money, and feel supported in their growth. And Courtney works on anything from visibility on social media to feeling visible to being able to start to assert their boundaries and delegate and feel more supported as they grow and as they scale. Well, beautiful. Courtney, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Well, thank you for joining us. Um, can you expand a little bit more on you know, where are you today with your business and who is it that you'd love to work with? I love working with women who have hit a certain level of success or like really feel that they are meant for success, but know that something is holding them back. And Mm -hmm. for so long, I spent most of my life saying, I'll be safe when I make X amount of money. I'll be safe when I have 10,000 followers or this happens in my life or I pay off debt or I meet my person or whatever it is. And I've just really realized how important internal safety is and have started helping women find internal safety and say, I can be safe without the money. I can be safe without the followers. And once you drop that, you can show up as yourself and you start to find the people you're meant to work with, but also start to live the life you're meant to live from a place of joy and without the conditions. Beautiful. I mean, I think everyone wants to live with with this joy without these external aspects holding us down or giving away control but gosh isn't it tough so how how do you help guide your women through this kind of process what would you find maybe the question what was time and time again do you find is the the one thing the first thing that is like if you could solve this problem for everyone everyone starts at level two nice and easy what, what would that be money will never make you feel safe Ooh. okay break that down for me Um, I mean, we're taught in society and of course we need a certain amount of money to pay our bills and to just live in society. But if you've been able to create a life where you can pay your bills, like that's not going to go away for you. But people believe beyond their bills, if I make $10,000 a month, then 20, then 30, then 40, then 50, then 100, then I will finally feel safe. But all Mm. that means is I'm living in not enough. Like I can't be safe right now. So you're living in lack no matter how much money you're making. And there are a lot of millionaires living in lack. Like I make $100,000 a month, but it's still not enough. Mm. And when you can realize that money and safety are not equal to each other at all past your bills, of course, to pay for your house, to pay for your car, those kinds of things, but also 
we then start to create a life where maybe it costs $20,000 a month to pay for those. Well, that's, you've created something like that supersedes beyond what safe would be, which is having a house, food, those kinds yeah. of things. And once people realize like, oh, no amount of money will ever make me feel safe. And then you really start to do the work on yourself. Okay. That, that moment there, I think that's super important because there's in, in this world, we, a lot of us know the right principles. We know these concepts but we can justify and explain away. It's like, no, but money does make me feel safe because we have these excuses, we have these reasons and we can justify it. But your point, so I, I think finding the right example of, okay, let's let's try and expand this principle for you and yeah, going to that next level and still not feeling safe. Cool. And then you go to the next level and then you still not feel safe. It's like, okay, so if that's true, if that's true, it means the safety is not linked to this so then we can start to dismantle this belief i mean i think making that real for, for everyone look at the, the journey you've, you've been on i mean i can remember you know once i started to make money it's like oh my gosh i need to put it in different bank accounts and now i was fearful about yeah the, the different bank accounts and then you get the next level then you're fearful for something else once you start to see these little threads it's super interesting so what would you say is the the most important threads that you've been able to help your clients to sort of see and then cut? Looking at like where you're looking for money to make you feel safe and mm. how can we begin to break that down and realize that that's just a story you're telling yourself. So like look at a time when you were making maybe the most amount of money you've ever been making. And that could be right now. Um do you feel safe? And the answer is always no. And so it's like, okay, so if you're, you told yourself when you're making $5,000 a month, that at $10,000 a month, you would feel safe, but you don't feel safe now. Why do you think at $20,000 a month, $30,000 a month, 40,000, whatever, you'll suddenly feel safe. And then it's mm. like, once you start to dismantle the story, it starts to fall apart. And it's like, Oh, and then finding out why they don't feel safe doing X, Y, Z, or why they don't feel safe. And a lot of people don't feel safe even having more money. Like they want more money to get safety, but then they don't feel safe having the more money. So mm. that's also like a mind trick. Oh, it's it's these next iterations, these next levels. I mean, let's bring it back into just being a business owner. Um, solopreneurs who do all wear all the hats juggle all the things I mean you know this yourself it's it can be so tough so obviously having a team having uh whether it's employees or agencies or whatever it might be whatever that support mechanism looks like once I have this then then everything will be amazing but with that comes next level challenges so there's always a journey through this um so how does this concept, how do you see this showing up with, with your business where it's like, ah, oh, I teach this, I help in this aspect, but from your perspective, it's like, oh my gosh, I can see it showing up over here. What, what's that like? I mean, the more I dig into this concept and teach it to people, the more the universe is like, are you sure you believe in this? We're going to give you an opportunity right here to prove that you believe it. We're going to have a close friend tell you that what you're doing is wrong and you it's not okay to be you 
okay, mm-hmm. it's not okay to be me. Do I feel safe in being myself? Okay, I just lost a client or their payment didn't go through. Oh my gosh, can I feel safe making maybe $3,000 less this month? Is is that okay? Um, is it safe to know that I maybe can't pay for something that I needed to pay for and I need to tell that person and then I'm going to disappoint them and they're going to know that I'm struggling with money. Is that safe? Is that okay? And so it's like all these little opportunities have been coming up for me to come back to myself and to come back Mm -hmm. and feel safe internally. And once I do the work on it, it shifts so quickly, but we just want to sit in that like anxiety of it for so long. Yeah, to feel it and have it control us. Uh, what you just said there with you know, the, the lessons from the universe. Oh my gosh, that is so amazing to hear that perspective because when we have these challenges and they show up, it can be easy to validate the false belief, the controlling belief, the negatives, and then tweak, change, react. Whereas holding space for, okay, and we see this time and time again with our clients that once you make a, a declaration, I do want this. I want to be doing this. Um, that is me. We say time and time again, get ready. There's going to be an opportunity and a threat. What are you going to see first? What are you going to focus on? The universe will say, you said you wanted this. Do you really want it? And it will do something. So you get to say yes. And then you get to act accordingly. Um how much fun is this? I say fun. How much fun is this to be one teaching, guiding other people through this? And of course, as you grow in your iteration to be literally working on it at you know, different avenues, different aspects, different levels. What's it like to hold those those two spaces? Um, It's really fun because it's, I feel like I'm putting it in a way people really haven't heard before. And it just sets off this light bulb moment for people and clients mm. and whether we're in a master class or a course or working one-on-one, like they just have never thought about it this way. I know they've heard it. Maybe people talk about it other ways, but they're like, oh, like internal safety is what I really need to create. Um, and of course, at first it was so hard for me because I had been taught for so long, I'll be happy when. And yeah. I'll be happy when just means I'll be safe when. Um, and so... I mean, there's moments where it feels so hard and then moments where I'm like, I, I'm so lucky that I get to do this work every day. Beautiful. So it's kind of a, a a blessing and a curse as well to have a hold space for this. Do you, is there times where you want to be like, I, I I want to abort. I want to just do, can I just switch off? Because everything seems to be a lesson. There are so many things swirling around business, personal health, all the aspects come into play. What's it like as you sort of hold space for, for this as, because it sounds like you're very passionate about the work you do. It's very heartfelt, which means there may be probably a little bit, maybe a bit more pressure on yourself to, you love to do this and you see the impact. Mm-hmm. Um, what's it like as you sort of just live and breathe this? It feels so true and so real now. I've wanted, I've aborted a lot of other things that I've done in my business when they didn't work. And when the lessons came up, I gave up really quickly and Mm -hmm. was like, oh, no, okay, like test over, I'm done. And I fail. (laughs) Um, And this is the first thing that I've been like, no, like I literally feel like 
people have to hear this and I can't stop talking about it. I don't know if I'll feel that way about it forever. And I feel okay with that too. I've had to learn to like be okay with things changing, but I just feel, I just know in my heart that this can literally shift people's lives. And I've watched it change every decision that they make in their life and things just get easier and more fun for them. Because when you stop needing safety from other people and can create it on your own, stuff just comes to you in just such a fun, magnetic, serendipitous way that life Mm. starts to become a game. And when life's a game, games are fun. And so let's make things fun instead of things. And just because something's a game doesn't mean there's never challenges. It's never hard. And you're not on your bathroom floor crying or anything like that. But I'm also teaching people duality is the most important thing you can hold in your business. You were taught your entire life when the hard thing happens, put down the good thing to tend to the hard. What you actually need to learn to do is while you're tending to the bad, it doesn't mean you have to put down the good. And if you can hold both, like there's so much you can do. Love that. So let's go sort of behind the scenes with with, with you with these kind of concepts. Um, you mentioned about you know, the lessons that come along and you're like, yeah, failed that one, abort that. <laughs> we all find that. But how do you, how do you personally see the difference between something that's just, ah, it's uncomfortable, I don't want to do this, versus this is fundamentally wrong for me, I shouldn't do it, because they can have a similar kind of flavor as our brain tries to keep us safe. How do you determine between those? And maybe where do you sometimes struggle to, because they, they're both speaking so loudly? Yeah, I mean, the line is definitely there. Um, I believe you have to be really tapped into your body to know the difference. And for a long time, I was not tapped into my body. And so I didn't know the difference. And so it was like, Oh, this is really uncomfortable. Abort mission, abort mission. Um, And I feel like I know the difference when something feels scary, yet my body feels like it's expanding. That's good for me. Mm. Um, And if something feels uncomfortable, but I feel like I'm shrinking, that's not something that's meant for me. And it could just be something that's not meant for me now. It could be something that's not meant for me ever. Um, but like learning to tune into my body because my body knows more than my mind ever could. Mm. Yeah, I think that's a great point though. Not not everything's meant for you in this moment right now. I mean, I, I believe that inspiration is, is like, we can personify it. It can be a living, breathing entity that's running around. It's like this, this blast of inspiration. Hold on, this isn't fun for me. You are, you are yeah. free to leave. And sometimes, and that's why I believe we hear principles and, and and questions and we hear them differently maybe we've heard them it's the 10th 20th time but now you hear it maybe it's on a podcast with a british accent maybe it's in a <laughs> book in a different way maybe it's illustrated or in a, within a diagram same principle to live in a different way or you're in a different place and now it holds relevance so with your iteration now you're in a place of expansion now you're growing where are you hitting your sort of next level where you are expanding, you are growing, it is uncomfortable, but you know you need to move through this next place. Can you describe where that is for, for yourself right now? Yeah, I'm definitely just fearing this level of success right now. I am on track this month for a $30,000 a month. And I was just like really sitting down and like letting myself feel it on Saturday. 
And literally the feeling of expansion and excitement felt so overwhelming. I just started crying and felt uncomfortable. And it just felt so unsafe to be like, who are you to make $30,000 a month? Like your first job, you made $30,000 a year. And so just getting to these points of like, oh my gosh, like, can you, can you really do this? Can you believe you can actually create this and hold it and be that person to live up to everything you're creating? And will there be people on the other side of it? Mm. Back to your previous point of, you know, once I get to this level, then is a concept that we talk about a lot. And you, you shared that with, with you know, your clients and maybe what, what you've been through. And now you're on this other side saying, I'm you know, about to hit this, this, this sort of moment, a threshold for your business. And it's not all rainbows and buttercups and celebrations. It's hold on. You can tell that lack of again, lack of safety, lack of we're new into new territory. Body is freaking out. Our mind is looking in one direction, our body's in another place. There is this we are being pulled in different directions, people saying amazing, different things to you that's a lot of information going on with what we're receiving what we're feeling what we're thinking so what would you say is in this moment the um one what grounds you in this moment to be able to pause i think that there's an interesting question i gave myself to go have time outside and put my feet in the grass and just slow down and let it be okay that I felt overwhelmed and stop mm. trying to be like, no, I, I have to feel good because this is happening. Um, and just, I've learned to let myself have all the feelings and the emotions and then come back to myself and say, are you safe in this moment? Are you safe right now? Like no one's coming at you with a pitchfork, like nothing bad is happening to you right now. And mm. so like, how can you ground into presence? Because I noticed that you can never be present when you feel unsafe. And so presence and safety can't exist at the same time. And so when I ground into presence, then I feel safe. So just mm. like rounding into the current exact moment right now. Yeah. And, and that is where they can exist in the same time. If in that moment, there is something that's really making you unsafe. However, you're correct. In business, let's talk from from a business perspective. It's like most things are, yeah, I'm not safe because in a month, in six months, in a year, yeah, you're right. Hold on, hold on. As of right now, in this moment, that's a simple question. Again, that's where the mind and the body's like, but the body is still freaking out. Okay, control our nervous system, control the brain waves that we have and the neurochemistry. Try and tweak that. Various modalities, various ways of doing this. It's kind of beautiful that, okay, so you know how to ground, bring yourself back in. Okay. And then we go again. And then we move on. And then we get on with our day. But when you find these things happening, these 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 thoughts and these feelings building up, what what do you find that you tend to maybe do that maybe you shouldn't or don't do and avoid? Um. It makes me want to go inward and not show up online, not check in with my clients, um, feel like I have less ability to support other people when I'm going through mm. my own stuff. And sometimes in the moment, that is true. Like I need to check myself and yeah. recalibrate my own energy, but not when I, when I'll tell myself, oh, I'm just going to sit in this for two weeks. It's like, 
what are you doing? No. And I used to like, I had a really, really, really hard personal week uh, about a week and a half ago. And in the past, that would have taken me out for a month. Like I just would have been like, I need to dissociate from life right now. I can't handle all these hard feelings. And so Mm -hmm. it's just taught me to learn how to process my emotions quicker. So I don't sit in the negative and let it just take hold of my whole life. Yeah. Love that. So this next iteration, this next place where you're where you're at right now, what are you, where are you going? Now you've hit this next level. What's what's the next one? What is because I truly believe we're always in a in the middle of a transition. We're always in between selves. So who is the next version of you that, oh my gosh, you're so looking forward to becoming, but you're not quite there yet? Someone that just feels really safe with consistent success. Like I feel like for so long, my business has felt inconsistent and that's because what that is what felt safe. And so that's yeah. what I allowed for so long. And so what would it look like to have, like, I'd have a $30,000 a month and then I'd make nothing. And then yeah. I'd have a, you know, and it was like constantly like making myself start over. Cause that's what felt safer to my body for most of my life. Yeah. Oh, crumb. There's a story in there. There is a reason why we have these uh, the sort of roller coaster dips of you hit this success and then it falls off a cliff. What's happening in that moment? Is that something you've been able to identify, or is that you know at this level I'm I'm in, I'm enjoying working again back to enjoying enjoy and hate it at the same time that they they both are part of it. What's it like as you sort of dive into these stories and see new things and explore yourself? Like the story of inconsistency, or what do you mean? Yeah, those stories that, that when you see they come up, it's like, okay, now I see a pattern. Now I see something happening. That kind of principle. I mean, just go back to my journal and find out like, how is this keeping me safe? Why is this my story? What is it doing for me? Everything we do in life benefits us and everything we do in life keeps us safe. And I had this realization and it literally changed me at a cellular level and This is an example every single one of your listeners will relate to during the time of COVID and we all, the vaccine rolled out. Every single person was faced with a choice. Do you want to get vaccinated or do you not want to get vaccinated? And the single reason that every person made that decision was I'm getting vaccinated or not vaccinated to feel safe. And your entire decision boiled down to safety. And it could have been well, I feel safer getting the vaccine so I don't lose my job. I feel safer getting the vaccine so I don't lose my community. I feel safer getting the vaccine so I can have my life back. Or I don't feel safe getting the vaccine because I don't trust what's in it. I don't trust big pharma. I don't trust the government. Mm. And so I had this like rearranging of everything of like, oh my gosh, every decision we make is from a place of safety. And you can like spider web connect it back to safety. And mm. so when I'm making a decision, I literally say, how is this decision keeping me safe right now in the moment? And that's not a question I used to ever ask myself because I didn't realize like how connected everything was to safety. Yeah. Beautiful. I love that. And as you grow, as you evolve, as you help more people, you get to explore more areas of safety and then transmit that to to your, to your people. Mm -hmm. It's kind of beautiful seeing all these things play together. I love that. Yeah, it's like, well, in the beginning of my business, I didn't feel safe having one-on-one clients because I was new and I'd never done it before. And how did I know that I could help someone? 
Well, once I had a full one-on-one practice and that felt safe and I knew I could create shifts in that, when I had a client, I could help them get one-on-one clients. And so it's like, we just create new levels of safety for ourselves. And if you've never done it before, it's not crazy. You feel unsafe. Like it's okay to feel unsafe. I also think people think that it's like not okay to not feel good. Mm. If if we can establish that, so we, I think what we're both saying here is number one, we are never completely safe, and also we are always completely safe. So mm-hmm. now that you pick whichever one you want, and now we've established that concept, so I'm never going to be completely feel safe. Okay, cool. Now we've established that. There's your baseline. Cool. What's possible? Ah, oh, it's freeing. Or I'm always safe because I have control and responsibility for this within, not outside. Now I've established that. Okay. Where do we go from here? Isn't it exciting, terrifying, freeing, all at the same time? Yeah. Every single one of them. No. Welcome to the world of being an entrepreneur. Fantastic. Yeah. Hey, Courtney, look, thank you so much for playing along, um, sharing. I don't know what you do, but behind the scenes, as you kind of grow and evolve, um, it's beautiful to hear from from your perspective. Yeah, I'm sorry. Can you repeat your that question? There was no question. I'm just thanking you. This, this, oh, it, was, oh, yeah. it was beautiful to hear it. Absolutely yeah. beautiful. No, thank you for having me. It was really fun. And I love talking about this stuff. I'm just so passionate about it because when I just saw it it just something clicked for me and everything in my life has shifted it's been a really hard freaking process but I wouldn't take it back because on the other side is a piece that I didn't know could exist beautiful I think that goes with a lot of things and you know with the fact that you've gone through maybe the hard way you get to coach guide mentor other people too hey there is a slightly easier route there is this path (laughs) that I found along the way you don't have to go through the jungle you can take this path yes there's going to be a few things on it but it won't be that so you get to find your own way so I I love that concept thank you so so much and Courtney if you want to find out more about about you and the work that you do where can they find you yeah, you can find me on Instagram, The Wandering Manifester. I am more active on my Facebook page, um, my personal Facebook page, which is um, Courtney Badger. I'm pretty easy to find. So would love to connect with you there. I also have a free Facebook group, um, which I'll give the link for the show notes or if you message me on Instagram. So and if you DM me for being on this episode, I will give you a 30 minute free call to help you find like, what is your thing that you, is holding you back from really exploding your business? Love that. Fantastic. Well, I don't know if you're curious, please go and check it out. But again, Courtney, thank you so much for being here. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I had so much fun. You're welcome. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark. Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, We ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their (laughs) earballs. All the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. (laughs) See you next time. Bye.